Joe Biden addresses abortion supporters in Washington, D.C. Today on the program, I'll respond. Activist Radio, The Mark Harrington Show, is brought to you by Created Equal. And you can follow our work by going to createdequal.org. If you like the program, friends, please share it. It's also on all the popular podcasting platforms and on social media. And also, friends, we're also on all the uh, popular platforms like TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Well, today on the program, I want to talk about Joe Biden's address to abortion supporters at the Howard Theater in Washington, D.C. the other day. And, uh, you know, Joe Biden, unfortunately, I don't think he really understands where he is. Uh, I think he's just pointed, you know, they point to him to go a certain direction. He stands behind the podium and he reads a teleprompter. And I don't want to be unkind. And frankly, I'm getting older. So I, I start thinking to myself, well, you know, I may end up being in the condition that Joe Biden is when he when I'm 78 years old. But I won't be president of the United States. That's one big difference there. But. Having said that, uh, he did address abortion supporters. They're making the overturning of Roe versus Wade a huge midterm campaign issue. They are banking heavily on pro-abortion women coming out to the polls and voting Democrat. That is for certain. And that's why Joe Biden spoke to this group of abortion activists. So what we want to do we're going to go through several of these clips and I'm going to respond. But before we do, before he even addressed the group, something happened that just sickens me. And that is the person that introduced him was an abortionist, a woman who kills babies. That's the person that introduced Joe Biden to the podium and shook his hand. Now, Joe Biden doesn't even know what's going on. So he probably didn't put those, didn't even, you know, have any idea that was the case. Probably didn't even listen to her introduction. Uh, but that's sickening to me. The United States, uh, the U.S. president, president of the United States being introduced by a child killer. So that kind of sets the stage for the speech. And what we want to do, we're going to go through these clips. Let's play the first one where Joe Biden says that there is going to be a row wave. That is that women who support abortion are come out in droves and uh, vote Democrat on November 8th. Go ahead and play that clip. One of the most extraordinary parts of that decision, in my view, was when the majority wrote, quote, women are not without electoral are not, excuse me, are not without electoral or <laughs> political power. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the court and the extreme Republicans who spent decades trying to overturn Roe are about to find out. I don't know. That, that is so creepy to me. They're about to find out. I mean, what is that? Some kind of threat? I mean, it's just, it's absurd. Now, will they come out in droves? We don't know. Uh, women vote just like a lot of other people based on their own self-interest and women kill babies. Women like to sleep around. They get pregnant. They want a way out. And abortion is birth control for the most part. That's what it is. So those who do it, 
They're going to want to support abortion. That's the way it works. And that's a problem. But it's something we've got to face. I hope we don't find out. I don't think we're going to find out. I don't think there's going to be any kind of row wave on November 8th, but I could be wrong. All right. So next clip, uh, Joe Biden talks about what's happened in the last four months. Heartache is causing. In just four months, abortion bans have gone into effect in 16 states. 26.5 million women of reproductive age already live in states subject to these bans. And I say to that, Joe, hooray, rejoice. I'm happy about that. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. For once, finally, in 49 years, there are states where you cannot kill a baby. That's something to celebrate, not be upset about. He said that 16 states right now ban abortion. That's good. I'm glad for that. He said that 26 million Americans are of reproductive age, women, that is, cannot secure an abortion without going outside, out, out of state. I'm sorry. I'm not going to cry crocodile tears over that. I'm happy that's happening. Uh, in fact, it doesn't go far enough for me. We need a national ban on abortion. So, you know, he, he says it caused chaos. Well, it should cause chaos if women don't get the opportunity to kill their babies and it's against the law. That's the way it should be. So, all right, so we're going to move on. This next clip, Joe Biden's uh, trotting out that same old tired lie that women who are having miscarriages are unable to receive care. Go ahead and play that clip. These bans. Today in America, there are women who have been turned away from emergency rooms while having miscarriages, losing wanted pregnancies and told they need to wait until they're sicker before they get the care they need. I mean, that is just a flat-out, bald-faced lie. If Joe Biden had evidence that women are being turned away from emergency rooms because they miscarry, he would present it. We would be hearing about these girls, these women. Uh, we'd be reading about them. They'd be spotlighted in the media. The fact is, it's not happening. And even if a woman were to have an abortion and it was a failed abortion, the uh, hospital staff at an emergency would treat her. So women are not uh, are, are getting treatment for their miscarriages. It's just another lie by Joe Biden. That's what he does. Go ahead. But the next clip, this is about uh, the criminal charges that could be levied against abortion doctors. Go ahead and play that. Okay. And there's so much confusion and uncertainty that doctors and nurses Good. fear they could face criminal charges for just doing their job responsibly. Well, I hope they will. I hope they're in fear of being thrown in jail because they should be in jail. Abortionists should be in jail. They should be in fear. Abortion should be criminalized. And I hope that is the case. So. Next clip, he talks about the right to privacy, so-called, which we know is nowhere to be found in the United States Constitution. That's not all. I've warned about how this decision risks the broader right to privacy for everyone. There's a thing called the Ninth Amendment that says there's a right to privacy. That's how it was interpreted back then. Well, guess what, folks? That's because Roe recognized the fundamental right to privacy 
that has served as a basis for many more rights that are were, were to come and to take we've taken for granted of late. I mean, it's nonsensical. First of all, the right to privacy does not uh, appear in the U.S. Constitution. The words don't appear. Uh, the Ninth Amendment is not the amendment that the U.S. Supreme Court and Roe versus Wade primarily looked to to make up the so-called right to privacy extending to abortion. Uh, that was in the Fourth Amendment, Joe. They did list the Ninth as well, but they point to the Fourth Amendment as where the right to privacy supposedly resides. Now, also keep in mind that Harry Blackman, when he wrote the majority opinion in Roe v. Wade, said that the right to privacy was in the penumbras of the Bill of Rights. The penumbras. And a penumbra is an old-fashioned word that basically means shadow, something uh, that exists to the a greater or lesser degree. In other words, it's not there. They made it up, Joe. Uh, there may be a right to privacy on a lot of other uh, issues, but there isn't one when it comes to abortion. And finally, after 49 years, the U.S. Supreme Court recognized that and did the right thing in the Dobbs decision and reversed Roe versus Wade. All right, let's move on. He goes on and talks about how other rights could be threatened now because Clarence Thomas, you know, he's a enemy, public enemy number one for Joe Biden and the left. He wrote his concurring opinion talking about how other rights are also possibly at risk, so-called. Go ahead and play that clip. Justice Thomas said as much in his concurring opinion in Dobbs, writing, quote, in future cases, we should reconsider all of this court's substantive due process precedents, including Griswold, we're getting to uh, the, the whole idea of contraception, Lawrence and Overfree. Look, folks. Overfree? Overfree? Uh, I mean, Joe, really, it's Obergefell. That was the decision that, quote unquote, legalized same sex marriage that the U.S. Supreme Court handed down in 2015. And yes, they did use the so-called right to privacy to allow for gay marriage. But it's not, it's a Obergefell, Joe. Uh, I'm sure it was on the teleprompter that way. He just didn't read it right. And Clarence Thomas just was saying the obvious that there are other so-called rights that we have found in the so-called right to privacy that really don't exist that we made up. Uh, he didn't name them per se, necessarily. And the, a lot of people say, well, you know, the right to birth control is now on the chopping block. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. Because in, in 1965, in Griswold versus Connecticut, the U.S. Supreme Court said that a a consenting adults, married adults in the state of Connecticut cannot have birth control. Uh, that was the ruling of the, uh, that was the law in Connecticut that went up to the Supreme Court and was struck down because, and the Supreme Court said, that's where the right to privacy comes in. They have a right to their own reproductive freedom. And that's kind of led the way for Roe versus Wade. All right, next clip. He talks about if he has if a bill comes to his 
desk in the next Congress supporting abortion, uh, or I'm sorry, outlawing abortion, he'd veto it. Go ahead and play that. Get their way with a national ban. It won't matter where you live in America. So let me be very clear. If such a bill were to pass in the next several years, I'll veto it. I'll veto it. I mean, how creepy is this? This is just so bizarre. Anyway, uh, I don't know if Joe Biden will be around in a couple of years, honestly. Uh, he may not even run for re-election. Who knows? I hope and pray that the U.S. Congress passes a law that ends abortion and, and outlaws it at the point of conception. I hope they do. I don't think it's very likely in our U.S. Congress, uh, especially when you have guys like Senator Lindsey Graham saying that we need a 15-week ban. You know, we were trying for a 20-week ban when Donald Trump was in office. Uh, we wanted a 20-week ban before Roe v. Wade fell. Now Roe's fallen, and all we want to do is move it up five more weeks to a 15-week ban. Well, that's not good enough. If we're going to pass a ban on abortion, it needs to be from conception. And if Joe Biden videos it, assuming he's still around, so be it. The next president hopefully will be a Republican and can sign that into law because abortion is a federal issue. All right. Next clip, he talks about codifying Roe, so-called codifying Roe. That's what the Democrats say they want to do since Roe versus Wade was overturned. We're short a handful of votes. If you care about the right to choose, then you got to vote. That's why in these midterm elections are so critical to elect more Democratic senators to the United States Senate and more Democrats to keep control of the House of Representatives. And folks, if we do that, here's the promise I make to you and the American people. The first bill that I will send to the Congress will be to codify Roe v. Wade. Well, you can see what the priority of the Democrats are, right? You can see what their priorities is. Baby killing. Number one on the agenda. First thing he said he would send to the U.S. Congress would be a bill to expand abortion all the way up to the very moment of birth. That is the Women's Health Protection Act, the one that they introduced uh, just recently, and it, it passed the House, failed in the Senate. That's what Joe Biden wants. The Democrat Party is the party of death. They are the party of unrestricted abortion up to the moment of birth and even after birth, frankly. And that's what Joe Biden stands for. That's what the Democrats stand for. And you, as a Christian, if you're listening to the sound of my voice or watching this on social media, if you're a Christian and you claim Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you cannot vote Democrat, period. All right. Next clip. Uh, this is Joe Biden once again telling people to get out and vote. And I remember asking, I want you to remember that the final say does not rest in the court now. It does not rest with extremist Republicans in Congress. And finally say, finally say about your right to choose that it rests with you. And if you do your part and vote, Democratic leaders of Congress, I promise you, will do our part. I'll do my part. And with your support, I'll sign a law codifying Roe in January. Together, let's remember who we are. We are the United States of America. 
and there's nothing beyond <laughs> this our capacity. just awful. So vote, this is so vote, awful. Vote, vote. With Not your support, we'll kill more babies. Truth. Vote for Thank me. We are the United States of America. Vote for me, the baby-killing nation. You know, it's just sickening. It's sickening. He says, vote, vote, vote. In other words, he wants to steal the election. No, not necessarily. He's just saying, go out and vote and vote to keep abortion legal. Keep the blood flowing. It's absolutely disgusting. So, friends, I want you to take action today. And that is you need to vote. Number one. Number two, you need to get others to vote. People, friends, colleagues, whatever, work, people you work with. Get them registered and get them out to vote, especially if they're conservative Christians, <laughs> right? Because we have one shot at this. We want to stop bad things from happening, and we need to have control of the United States Senate Joe uh, and House of Representatives. Joe Biden was right about one thing. This election is a big one, and it will determine for the future, at least for the near future, the uh disposition of abortion laws at the federal level. And so it's important that we get out to vote and we motivate others to do that as well. So we'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to make a difference for the cause of life, liberty, and justice, go to createdequal.org. To follow Mark, go to markharringtonshow.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your marching orders in the culture war.